Dale is all covered in shit. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Do you have anything to say, Dale, about that behavior? <laughs> he tried to eat the microphone. <laughs> Does it smell that good? <laughs> That's funny. Welcome to Finton Lives With, a podcast about Finton and the people that they live with. In this episode of Finton Lives With, I am in Spain talking to my cousin Carl and his partner Christina. Carl and Chris started dating during the COVID lockdown in 2020, so I asked them about what that was like. We also talk about La Gordoloba, a very cool community garden that started as a squat, which I've been visiting often during my time here. So without further ado, let's hop right into the adventure. So to start, uh, does someone want to tell me where we are physically? So we're in El Pocillo, which is an area of countryside outside Vialba, where we have a nice view of the mountains, uh, the Sierra, as we call it in Madrid. Pinton is my cousin. Um, our mothers are sisters. I grew up in Dublin, where our mothers are from, but Pinton's mother left and, uh, and lives in New York. Did you listen to the podcast episode with your mother in it? No. Oh, you haven't? No. I didn't know there was... Did I know there was one? I didn't realize. She didn't send it to you? Okay. No. Tell me how you ended up in Spain. Um, well, I've lived in Spain now twice. So I did an internship after I finished my studies in Madrid for nearly a year, which I really liked. That was 2008, 2009. So I left because it wasn't very easy to find a job anymore in, in Spain. I left, went home to Ireland. Then I lived in Brussels for six years and then I moved back to Madrid with my ex-girlfriend so I was very happy to finally be back in Madrid and so now I've been back for almost five years living in the center of Madrid first and now in the last two years in Vialba. And Chris you're from this area so you always wanted to you wanted to stay in the area right that's why you got a house here and not for say like in Madrid or someplace, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, I grew I grew up in Las Matas, which is not far from here. It's closer to Madrid, but yeah, I I like a lot this area because mm-hmm. it's uh, very close to the mountains. I've lived for some years in the center of Madrid, and <laughs> I can't get used to that. And yeah, and Villalba, I find it great because. Mm, it's very well communicated mm-hmm. and close to the mountains and there's also uh, lots of social and political movement like the garden, La Gordoloba. La Gordoloba is a community garden in Vialba that started as an occupation of land owned by Sareb. Bear with me as I try to explain what Sareb is. So I did some research here. It is a bank created by the government of Spain after the 2008 financial crisis to isolate toxic assets. For example, land that has depreciated significantly in value with the goal to sell off the assets at a profit within 15 years. It's like the bad bank. It's called like that because from our point of view, this bank should be... Uh, selling or renting or even giving all the uh, buildings and houses and all the lands that they have 
bought with the money from the people in Spain uh, and on very low prices or yeah so instead of doing that they are trying to make money out of it mm -hmm. and trying to uh, do the right thing for the big companies instead of doing the right thing for the people okay here's Chris explaining the process of squatting one day we just uh, a bunch of people we were walking around Villalba and um, uh, some of them they uh, some of us had uh, looked up which are the lands from Sareb. Yeah, shall we occupy this one or that one? <laughs> and then we finally chose that one. So the thing is that people like us or many other, there are many other projects like, like ours who are squatting or occupying uh, the lands and buildings from Sareb. And we are all negotiating together against Sareb. Most of the people who are participating in the project, they live in the area. And we are getting to know people like from different ages or ori origins uh, that we would have probably never met in our uh, small circle of everyday life. You've been coming to the garden many times and also to the parties. <laughs> yeah. They've been great. Lots they, of... they call you the official um, reporter, the official like journalist, or what? Do, how do you call <laughs> that? Yeah, <laughs> of the, La Huerta. <laughs> really? Because you were recording with the microphone some uh... noises and... <laughs> Yeah, no, that's been really fun to go to that, and just to see the progress since I, since I first came, how much has been done, how many new beds have been planted, and uh, the mural that's been painted on the inside and outside, and then the big, was it the spring celebration they had, two weeks ago? Yeah, that was really fun too. So lots of a lot has happened. The market, yeah, exactly. With all the local vendors, art vendors. Um, I'm curious how you two met. Tell me the story. <laughs> well, we met through Tinder. It's not a not a very <laughs> romantic or unusual story these days. Not, there's not much more to say about that, except I suppose then the pandemic happened only a few months after we met. So then Chris came to spend the what we thought would be a short lockdown in my place in the center <laughs> of Madrid, in La Fies. I went there with a, a small bag, just with uh, some clothes, <laughs> thinking it was going to last for a couple, two weeks. <laughs> and we ended up living together. And we were like, are we living together? Is this happening? <laughs> yeah. And here you are now, <laughs> still living together. So <laughs> yes. clearly it worked out fine. <laughs> yes, yeah. it did. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the beginning, we were a bit worried that we were a bit different from each other. Uh, like uh, our friends, but then we started realizing that the important things, that we were very similar, actually. I don't know if we want to add something. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask what, what, um, what made it last. 
because it was you were forced in the beginning to live together and then almost forced like i guess you could have left but it would have been it was definitely convenient for you to just stay because you were in the lockdown right (laughs) yeah Mm, i felt um maybe it's a bit of stereotype but i felt safe there i felt very comfortable and safe and it was being a very stressful moment because everything was very uncertain and scary and being with carl mm, the world looked (laughs) the world seemed a bit safer (laughs) well i think (laughs) i I think we also had a lot of fun during the lockdown because (laughs) a lot of people probably didn't have a lot of fun during the lockdown when they were really out stuck in the in an apartment maybe with housemates or maybe by themselves um for basically two months uh whereas we had fun yeah uh, we didn't have any other housemates no, too, to, no. to deal with. <laughs> no, that's true. And we had a reasonably big uh, apartment, comfortable yeah. place yeah. to be. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was okay. And we also had, because the lockdown here in, in Spain was so strict, mm. uh, we had the excuse of having Theo, the dog, to at least go out a few times a day uh, with him. Uh, having that time to get to know each other at the beginning of a relationship, I think it's uh, a gift. It's uh, and also it was like uh, here we say una prueba de fuego, like uh, a baptism of fire. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, like it's it's like uh, whether whether you go through that or not. You know, it was, in at the deep end. It, it was uh, yeah. very intense and very, yeah. So if, if we weren't compatible, we would have found, find out very <laughs> fast, very, yeah. 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 <laughs> I've heard, I've heard the, there's, some ex, there's some expression, it's like from the, some fire to the figure fire, I don't, <laughs> I'll think of it way later and then I'll say it. <laughs> Tell me about what happened two weeks ago with the uh, the lunch. What do you want to call it? I don't want to ah. put a word for it, you know. At the beginning, we were calling it the la no boda, the not wedding. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I guess it was uh, a wedding. <laughs> well, to, I mean, to tell the, the full story, we're getting married officially, but we don't have a date for that yet mm. because we're waiting for the the town hall here to give us a date in mm-hmm. in autumn probably so since we didn't want to do a big wedding we just invited our families from both sides immediate family to a lunch here in Vialba which we did two weeks ago uh, just a lunch mm-hmm. it was nice yeah we wanted to celebrate it in a new house but uh, they only gave us the keys for the new house a day before the wedding so finally we we did it in an Airbnb (laughs) where Carl's parents were staying Carl's family so we were lucky to have that for a plan B (laughs) Mm -hmm. it was nice despite the not so great weather I still enjoyed sorry he stinks yeah he does he really does Venga, sal, vete por ahí un rato, no, fuera de aquí, venga, sal, 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 sal. 
Eso. So there's not like a lake or something you can run into a, <laughs> no. a river. At home we will yeah, wash him with the hose. Good, good, yeah. good. <laughs> Tell me about what we're going to do today because we have some interesting things happening <laughs> after <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah. Um, first, we are going to Cercedilla, which is a big town nearby, uh, closer to the mountains. And there's a theater there where they do very inter very interesting events. And we, today we are going to a jazz concert. One of the players, one of the musicians is uh, Merche, which is, which is a woman who also is very active in the garden, Cordoloba. After that, we are going to this place where uh, our friend Blanca has her goats because she's giving us all the <laughs> shit of the all the poop from the <laughs> the goats, and we are going to put that in some bags and bring it to the garden. Ay, caca, mucha caca. No, eh? This is the sound of shoveling goat shit. How does it feel to shovel this shit? <laughs> good, I'm only thinking of how good this is going to be for the garden. Yeah, <laughs> great fertilizer. Yeah. So we're digging up the shit and there's so many ants in there, like ant larvae and ants that are transporting into these bags that are then gonna go in the car and like... <laughs> Uh, I hope they don't get out. And they look like mean ants too. Aquí hay um, cochinillas. En vez de hormigas, aquí hay cochinillas. Esas sí son buenas, ¿no? <laughs> cochinillas, roly poly bugs. We call them. <laughs> Ooh, this is a big worm. worm. Un gusano enorme. So we finished shoveling all the shit, but now the dogs. The dogs are lost. The dogs have fled the coop. <laughs> we re released them so they could go walk around to the river and then they took off and <laughs> we don't know where they are so we're looking, we're looking. Toma! <laughs> Toma! All dogs are called Toma. Toma. Why? Uh, to give them food, toma. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here comes a dog. One of them. Finally. 20, 30 minutes later almost. I would like to, to talk about some of the things we did together in Madrid because we did we did a lot of, of and and in Valdez actually um, all sorts of different activities. I remember one of the highlights for me was the mushroom uh, foraging. Yeah, yeah. You wanted to tell tell about that? No, uh, yeah, it was very very interesting to learn uh, what type of mushrooms. Uh, because I still remember some of the tips that the guy told us, like only the ones that look like a sponge, 
those ones are always safe, so I kept that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> we had an expert show us on our on our hunt which ones we could eat, which ones were poisonous, which ones just didn't taste good, and we came away with quite a large selection, I'd say, yeah. and um, sautéed them up in some olive oil and tasted all the different ones. I wouldn't be able to pick them out, though. I'd need to do that like five more times before I could know which mushrooms are good and which aren't. So, what else have we done? Uh, we went hiking. Yes, yes. I think we went on a hike one day to La Pedriza, which is a famous national park here, which is known for climbing, but also hiking, because it has this distinctive kind of rock uh, formations. So we hiked that day El Yelmo, which is one of the more distinctive peaks, you could call it. It's like a big, huge boulder that you can climb up to the very top of through a, what they call a chimney that's a kind of a narrow opening through the middle of it. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. It was very cold. I mean, it was fine until we got to that part. And then I remember being standing in the shade there and my friend Kasha, who brought her dog, and it would be very difficult for her to come up. She she was definitely freezing down in the shade, unfortunately. Um, and you had to sort of wait because it was a traffic jam of people coming up and down. It was quite popular that day. But the view was worth it, definitely, after you squeeze through the chimney. Oh, we went to concerts, a Bayoka concert, which was really fun. People were very, very energetic, more so than I've seen at many concerts, how much, how excited people were. Yeah, I like that band a lot and I think it's great that now the folk from the north of Spain is getting known and there are bands of young people uh, like for example this band that was in El Concurso para Eurovisión and the, oh, the Eurovision competition yeah yeah they they didn't get to be on the official Euro- European competition but mm. They almost, mm. uh, they were in the finals for that. The the public actually wanted them to be on Eurovision. It was only pff, these people from the television that didn't let them go. Wow. And they chose a more uh, commercial band. But it was a band of um, Galician folk with some women. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. So it's good that these kind of bands are getting so popular. I don't really have a conclusion to this. (laughs) So it was really fun talking to Carl and Chris. And, you know, I really liked living in Madrid. I've made some good friends here. And it's been so nice having, like, the family nearby in Vialba, which is only 40 minutes on the train from Madrid. And it just makes me want to, you know, keep keep trying it out here, you know, until uh, something better comes along, you might say. So I'm going to go home for the summer, and I'm going to most likely return here to Madrid. And so there will be more adventures with these two to uh, chat about, you know? Um, well, thank you anyway. For, thank you for listening. Th- th- thank you so much. You know, this really is the meaning of life. This podcast. Okay, bye.